And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Yes, here we are again another day back in studio helping you win as your number one consumer advocate here as we've been uh, six years on air, always educating, entertaining, enlightening. And uh, the, mo- the major goal is to help you understand more about your buying decisions and go against the nonsense out there in the mainstream media. And we do that by bringing on over 80 show partners, uh, about 100 different categories of expert contributor advice uh, that we bring day to day right here at 5 o'clock drive time on 1380 The Biz, the Wall Street Business Network. Our weekend show is on FM 1025 The Bone. And we're proud to say now we are syndicated worldwide on Apple TV, Amazon TV, Roku and Sony TV, 85 other outlets. So we are uh, coming to you uh, humbly here to our radio family. We want to help you win in any marketplace. That is our number one goal. And it's Intelligent Talk Radio, so I've invited some intelligent folks here in studio with us today to help do that, help accomplish that. And Scott Kepler is back in the house, local mortgage expert here, Mortgage Approval Group. Welcome in, sir. Thanks, Brandon. It's always good to be here. Um, I'm excited to you know, share my 20 years of mortgage knowledge and hopefully uh, uncover some mysteries and and answer some questions and talk about what's happening in the market. Yeah, man. Time does fly, doesn't it? It's, it's kind it does. Of, it's funny to say that, isn't it? Yeah. We've been well, in real estate and mortgage for 20 plus years. Greg, how long have you been in the AC business? Uh, around 30. About 30 yeah. years now. Yeah. Wow. So it's yeah. just, it's funny to say that, isn't it? You know, here yeah. we are, you know, helping people as a consumer advocate radio show now, but also Greg in the house, uh, AC guy of Tampa Bay, Greg Bowman AC guy of Tampa.com. Thanks, Brandon. It's great to be back. Yeah, man. Good stuff. Heating up out there, man. Definitely Ooh. is. Yeah, it was nice last week. We had a little bit of a reprieve with some of that rain. It kept the temperatures down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, there uh, was a nice day mixed yeah, in there. Yeah, it was. I went out one day, and I'm like, oh, this feels nice. Not good from business, but it feels nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, uh, I, I like those overcast days. Yeah. A little rainy, a little overcast, and just get a nice breeze going. And uh, we're out there uh, on the lake doing a stand-up paddleboard. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's funny. I had Braylon at the house, and her uh, her brother, uh, Reef, was there visiting. And I said, you know, one of those things, I'm getting in and get the boat ready or get the uh, board ready. Oh, can you hold my phone for a quick second? And, of course, he does the slow-motion bobble, boom, <laughs> boom, boom, into the water. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> but it's an iPhone X, so I grabbed it fast enough, I guess. Oh, it's okay. still working. So. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so you know, it's fun, fun stuff, man. Good stuff out there, and yeah. So seasoned experts here, you know, on the Consumer Quarterback Show, everything from real estate, finance, estate and tax planning, credit magician is going to be on the show tomorrow, talking about credit and this latest identity theft breach. You know, it seems like all these big banks they just can't keep care, keep uh, track of their employees. You know, in in the case of Wells Fargo, and then you have uh, Capital One, just uh, another big bank. Uh, with a big data breach just over the weekend. And so you come in and you look at this stuff, you know, they're using our taxpayer money to fund a lot of these big companies and they're not taking the appropriate, uh, you know, we see it again and again, and it's not just the big banks, it's Target. It's, you know, all these different companies, JP Morgan Chase had a big breach, Target, uh, you know, on and on. You know, <coughs> So that's it. That's a new industry that is just booming with, uh, 
you know, a lot of uh, pain for consumers, unfortunately, when you lose your social security numbers, uh, then you have uh, those types of issues come up. So these are reasons why we, we started this show and we come on the air every day as a consumer advocate to help you. Uh, so some good news here for Tampa. Tampa tops national list of best cities for first time home buyers uh, in 2019. So I thought we'd kind of kick that off, start off with that, Scott. 2019 sure. best markets for first time home buyer. Uh, analysis. So uh, the criteria, which is interesting that we were talking, is uh, you know they come up with the first time based on four metrics to make it a best city. And um, you look at low home, uh, low median home value that requires a smaller down payment. We'll take these one at a time. You know, low median home value that requires a smaller down payment. That's a pretty good news for Tampa Bay. Well, it, it is. Um, we're we're in a market that's affordable. Essentially, is what that means. Um, it doesn't mean that you know our houses are are super cheap, but they're affordable compared right. to to uh, you know the the national average or whatever average they put together here, um, which I imagine is sort of a, a national average of the main you know markets. Um, around the U.S., but um, that what that means is that uh, it's easier to save up for that minimum down payment, typically somewhere three to three and a half percent for first-time home buyers. You know, to come up with that, um, you know, three percent if the average um, median you know sales price is four hundred thousand, it's a lot you know more difficult to come up with um, you know twelve thousand dollars than it is you know seventy five hundred if it's two fifty. Right. You know so. Um, That's what that means is that it's just easier to get into it because you don't have to save up on a percentage basis as many dollars. Yeah, it's interesting. The article reads, you know, first time buyers looking for an affordable home without steep competition will have the best luck in Tampa, Florida. This is the second year in a row that Tampa tops the list. So, we, right. you know, it's what we talk about a lot on the show. It's about affordability. It's about lifestyle. Uh, you know, we, we've done a great job of, of keeping, you know, that kind of urban sprawl going on. You see it out in Riverview and mm-hmm. south Apollo Beach and then out uh, Wesley Chapel and even over in Hernando, Pasco counties. Uh, there, there's, there's more opportunities to live in those places. And, yeah, you might have a little longer commute to work if you're living, right. uh, working in Tampa, for example. But, you know, how, I wanted to ask you something specifically. What are some of the best ways that you've seen maybe some of your previous clients save money for down payment sure. or uh, maybe getting creative? I know they use sometimes the GoFundMe apps because I think mm-hmm. that's probably, if, you, if we really think about it, we boil it down. That's the number one reason why people remain renters is because they say, oh, I don't have the money for down payment. Right. And that's where, you know, my team and I can, you know, come in and help understand your situation and ask you some questions that you may not understand why we're asking, but we'll we'll eventually get to the point of going, here are the options for down payment. And some of the popular ones are, you know, um, taking a loan from a 401k, um, where you're taking the money from yourself and you're paying the interest back essentially to yourself, mm. um, you know, so that you can utilize that investment. And if you're a first-time home buyer and you're, it's saying six out of 10 of the first-time home buyers are millennials, well, that, you know, they maybe are just getting their 401k started. But that means 40% of the first-time home buyers um, are not millennials. Chances mm. are they may have a 401k that's been building for a little while. Yeah. Um, but either way, that's a popular place. Um, gift funds from from family is a popular um, option. That's probably the most popular for those that haven't saved all the money. Is get a gift from their parents or their grandparents or an aunt and uncle. Um, the uh, the other options um, 
that we see is is just putting together a budget. If you don't have somebody to turn to or another asset to turn to, it's properly budgeting your money yeah. um, and paying off your debt so that you can establish um, a larger cash flow of money to go to yourself. Yeah. And of course, we always like to have that rule of pay yourself first. Pay yourself first. You know, you want to make sure your essentials are taken care of. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but you want to pay yourself first. You yeah. got to include that into your debts is that money that goes in the savings. Right. So, you know, if that may be a longer term, you know, um, source or, or like I said, if you don't have another option. Yeah. Um, and then there are some, you know, down payment assistance and grants programs out there um, that you could certainly look into. Um, and other than that, it's it's really just, um, you know, being disciplined. Yeah. That's a, that's the key right there, discipline and, and making sure you do have those. And it's hard for some people that have the wrong personality type. You know, you've got to have that personality type to do it, or at least you know make yourself do it. Force put yourself in that position. We're talking with Scott Kepler here, Mortgage Approval Group on the Consumer Quarterback Show. I'm your host, Brandon Rhymes, uh, the real estate quarterback here, and we're we want to help you win and get into this home ownership game. We're going over the article that says Tampa's top nas- tops of national list of best cities for first time home buyers in 2019 for the second year in a row. This is the second year in a row uh, we're talking about. So number one was the low median home value that requires a smaller down payment. Uh, Scott had went through some of the uh, areas of where you can come up with that down payment, gift funds, those areas. That is fine. There's also ship funds out there, all types of government, municipality monies available for you. So if you don't know about those programs, reach out to our website, consumerqb.com. We'd love to you know, have a conversation with you there. You can submit an email form at consumerqb.com. Number two on the list, strong forecasted home value appreciation, helping buyers overall wealth grow. Absolutely. We've talked about that. I think pretty much every time we sit down together, yeah. you know, is, is that's the, the big lure and, and the big reason why people should get invested in real estate, yes. you know, purchasing a house is every time you make a payment, you know, a little bit comes off of the, you know, the uh, principal balance. And of course, the longer you pay, the more it comes off. But at the same time, that house is going up in value every single year. Yes. And, you know, in a healthy market, we're seeing 3%. But you and I both know over the past two to three years, we've been seeing close to, if not more than double digits, mm-hmm. you know, so eight to 12% in most cases in a majority of our marketplace, you know, in the Tampa, St. Pete, Clearwater, you know, Sarasota, Bradenton, you know, yep. that whole area, you know, each little pocket neighborhood tends to maybe have a little bit more or a little bit less than the one next to it. But, right. you know, if you're talking close to double digits, that means if you purchased a house for 200000 as a first-time home buyer in 2015, that house is probably worth you know 10 percent more in 2016 so 220 you know and then 10 more of that you know so then you're talking about 242 you're probably up to 260 270 just from holding on to the house that's right you know it's a great way to build wealth pay down the debt over time get out of renting if you are renting or maybe a loved one that you know of reach them out turn them on to the show we've got our podcast on itunes all of our show content is on YouTube as well. Uh, you can find us everywhere, of course, on Facebook and uh, Instagram. We're all over the place. Follow us online at Brandon Rhymes One on Instagram and Twitter. 
and the Consumer Quarterback Show pages out there. And when we come back, uh, we're going to bring in uh, Greg Bowman into the conversation, the AC guy of Tampa Bay. Talk about some of those important components of your home. We're going to have some Tampa home talk here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. And our feel-good story of the day, man used his secret fortune to send 33 strangers to college. Find out about this in our feel-good segment of the day. We'll be right back after this short break. Thanks for listening to my daddy's show. For more information, go to ConsumerQB.com. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. Hey, Brandon Rimes here, host of the Consumer Quarterback Show, national syndicated radio and TV show. We are looking for local area business expert contributors for our show. If you'd like to be considered, reach out at ConsumerQB.com, submit a form at ConsumerQB.com, or call 813-670-7372. We're interviewing for expert contributors for our program, 813-670-7372. Brandon Rimes here, owner of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. We want to offer a rent versus own analysis to anyone renting. Text the word rent in the amount of rent that you're paying to our Consumer Advocate Hotline, 813-670-7372. Text the word rent in the amount of rent that you're paying to 813-670-7372. We're going to hook you up with a rent versus own analysis and break it down how easy we can get you into home ownership with 100% financing options available. ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Brandon Rhymes here, your host of the Consumer Quarterback Show, powered by the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty, helping you win in any marketplace. This segment is brought to you by the Lucky Dill Restaurant, the official restaurant partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show is the Lucky Dill Restaurant, home of the sandwich that ate Brooklyn right here in Tampa. They are located on Boy Scout Boulevard, just across the street from the International Plaza Mall there. And uh, just a great time when you go in there and eat. You have a great time. It's a cool ambiance. they got the sports rolling on the TVs, home with the sandwich that ate Brooklyn. And they've got a deli, New York City bar, Brooklyn Bakery. Some of the desserts are awesome as well. And check them out online, luckydilldeli.com. And we're back here in studio. Our goal is to help you win. Also, helping our sellers maximize the exposure on the sale of their real estate properties. Uh, We've got a hot property that we just listed on uh, Boy Scout Road and... Uh, Burrell Road. It's actually a combined listing here. 1,100 feet of frontage on Tarpon Springs Road. This property, it's prime waterfront custom estate style home sites available for the ability to build one single family home per five acres. So you got a five acre lot on this beautiful property on the lake. It's just listed prime opportunity here. And you've got uh, some really good exposure on uh, Tarpon Springs Road and the access to yeah, those are th- that picture right there is beautiful. I mean, that just captures that Florida living at its best. Uh, beautiful waterfront lake, ski lake there, spring-fed lake, and it's a nursery as well. So you've got plenty of trees there uh, to utilize for your estate-style home site. Looking for those equestrian-type folks, the people that are into polo, uh, rodeo, barrel racing, uh, whatever type of equestrian style you have, uh, it's a great opportunity on Burrell Road and Boy Scout Road. Check out PlatinumMVPTeam.com. You can see all of our real estate listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.com. 
Com. And we are uh, back here in studio with Scott Kepler, Mortgage Approval Group, and Greg Bowman, the AC guy of Tampa Bay. Uh, so uh, more from Scott coming up. We're going to finish our list of the uh, t- four or five reasons why Tampa Bay is one of the top markets for first-time buyers. But I wanted to shift gears and go to Greg Bowman here, the AC guy of Tampa Bay. And uh, the AC guy of Tampa Bay helping people you know, keep their, their properties cool. And uh, you know, it's an important component of the home. Most definitely, uh, yeah. It's one of the largest parts of your home as far as an investment cost, uh, of, you know, in your home. So, definitely important to maintain that system um, uh, when it does come time to, you know, replace it or update it. Um, you know, then then it's a major major investment. It's not not minor to do that. So, right. it, yeah, it's interesting. I was thinking about it on the drive here when I started in this industry. I was in high school, so it was mid '80s. Um, my dad had a business when I was growing up, and at that time, you could buy an air conditioning system and have it installed for around fifteen hundred to two grand. Wow! Never anywhere close to that today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, your bottom end is you know three to four, but that's bottom of the barrel. You know, yeah. m- most things are higher than that, and you know, a high end system today can is well over ten thousand mm. uh, to get installed. So, yeah, it's definitely a serious part of your home uh, is your air conditioning system. Yeah. Now, does that include the duct work, or is that something that's more of on the builder? Uh, that was more yeah, that fifteen hundred you're talking about fifteen hundred to two grand. Yeah, that yeah. was more of like a replacement thing where you could go in and add air. We were doing a lot of that in the 80s where they already had a duct system for a heating system for like a furnace or something like that. This was up north, um, but they didn't have central air, and we were mm. going in a lot and adding central air to those ducts. So the duct system was there this, you know, and everything like that, but um, you, know, you needed to add the condenser and, a, and an evaporator coil line set, that sort of thing. Um, and we were you know, doing a lot of that back in that day. Yeah, a lot of, the, a lot of places like Virginia or you know, just maybe just a little north of that, they – for a long time, just utilize the H the uh, heating systems. They wouldn't have AC, right? They just say, ah, we'll just yeah. suck it up through the winter or the the summer. Yeah, yeah. Well, I grew up in Pennsylvania, is where this was was occurring, and we didn't have air conditioning. My dad was in the business, and we didn't have air conditioning until I was thirteen or fourteen. Wow. You know, we would just open the windows and deal with it. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, don't think I'd want to do that in Florida. That's not not too good of a place to yeah. try try doing that. That's killer, man. We talked yeah. in previous shows about. You know, Thomas Edison and, and uh, Ford, you know, they had yeah. their winter estates down there in Fort Myers. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Flagler and some of those names come to mind. But can you imagine, you know, living down here back in the day? Yeah. Before air conditioning, no. And, I, and, and Florida owes a large part of its population boom to air conditioning. It was, you know, the yeah. boom really occurred after air conditioning was invented and made it to Florida that, the, yeah. that many people started. What year was here, that, so. roughly? Uh, well, Carrier invented it in the early, around the, tw- I don't know exactly, the teens or the 20s, somewhere mm-hmm. in that time frame is when Carrier came out. There was some pre- predecessors to that, but that's when it kind of became mainstream. Uh, yeah. And seriously, probably in the 40s is when it really started kicking up 50s. Um, you know, that it, that it sort of became more serious. It, it didn't really become... Uh, like a standard in a new home construction thing, though, till the 70s or 80s when, wow. when that, you know, uh, became now, you know, every new construction home has air conditioning. It wouldn't be thought of to not. Yeah. So, and then uh, back in the day, wasn't it also uh, you would they would use blocks of ice for like some of the trains to cool the train and stuff like that? To- yeah, that was some of the early air conditioning attempts. Uh, yeah. And while well, the ice was used, it was harvested off the lakes and brought by train, you know, to different parts of the country. Um, but yeah, early 
uses of it were for cooling. Yeah, yeah for yeah. cooling. I mean, think about that. That's a VIP seat on a train right there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, back in the day. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah. So nowadays, you know, we had mentioned it's it's uh, there's innovations every day. We've talked about the the importance of the clean air quality mm-hmm. and uh, how they're utilizing uh, infrared and razor or lasers and, and mm-hmm. some of these things to. Mm-hmm. Uh, help clean the air because I think that's one of the most overlooked areas of life nowadays. We talk about water, you know, because you drink it, but the air we're breathing it every day. Yeah, definitely. Air conditioning has come a long way. You know, back when, when even in the mid '80s, when I was starting and we were doing those fifteen hundred, two thousand dollar jobs, um, that was there was basically only two options back then. You had a budget air conditioner and you had a high end air conditioner. Today. It's like buying a car. You know, you can't. Mm-hmm. We get calls on the phone all the time. People want to know how much is it going to be to put this air conditioner in. We're like, well, we need a little more information. Yeah. And it would be like if you call up a dealership and say, I want to buy a car. How much is that? You yeah. know, uh, you got to come in and look them over and figure out what options you want. Um, but definitely on the indoor air quality side, there are countless uh, options of things we can do to, to treat the air. And the air conditioning system is the best um, source for that. You can buy like room air cleaners um, that'll do just one room or two rooms. Um, But your air conditioning system, since it's a ducted system traditionally, is moving air through the entire home. So installing a system on that will treat the entire house Mm -hmm. and clean the air in the entire house. Yeah, yeah, we're talking with Greg Bowman, the AC Guy of Tampa Bay. ACGuyOfTampa.com is the website. ACGuyOfTampa.com is his website. And, uh, you know, great team. Looks like you got a great team here. Greg, I know you're growing every week. Yeah, you want to talk about your team a little bit? Uh, yeah, we do. We, we're real proud of our team. Uh, we are a very family-oriented business. Uh, part of our creed or our mission statement is that we serve our Tampa Bay family with integrity and honor, providing expert service that surpasses expectations. So we do view our clients as family, but we also view our employees as family. In fact, um, most of our team is family. Um, our uh, Two of our girls in the office are mother and daughter. Um, used to be my daughters in the office. They've all gone on to college or other things now, so they're not there. But we have a family of a mother and daughter that are running our office. Um, one of our um, our field operations manager, and then one of our in, our installation lead tech, their brother and brother-in-law. Um, so uh, we definitely do, you know, have a focus on on treating you know our family of employees and our family of customers. Yeah, that's awesome, man. It sounds good, and that's what's led to your success. I can tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you, when you think about some of the the industry. Uh, you know, there's always competitors. You know, I often joke about real estate agents. You know, there's 30 plus thousand realtors, you know, in the area. And, you know, they're not all created equal. It's good, better and best in any industry. Mm-hmm. What do you see that is a common misnomer or one of those, you know, kind of those things that competitors will sometimes do? And then you hear about it secondhand and, and you're kind of cleaning up the mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we see it all the time. Well, there, there. Fortunately, we don't have thirty thousand air conditioning companies to compete with. Compete with, I will say that. But yeah. in the Tampa Bay market, there are about four hundred air conditioning companies. So there's still a lot of competition yes. uh, that we're we're coming up against. Um, the biggest thing that I think uh, leads to mistakes that are made, or why there is so much poor competition out there, is that consumers in general tend to view air conditioning as a box in the house that will cool the house and it doesn't matter anything other than that box. 
um, and that's that's just not true. The air conditioning system is actually uh, it's very. You, if you look into it in Consumer Reports and some of those other things, they don't really want to get their hands dirty in rating the air conditioning system itself in a central air conditioner. They'll rate like a window unit or things like that that you can pull out of a box, plug in, and know how it's going to operate. But a central air conditioning system, the manufacturing process of that is really completed by the air conditioning company who installs it. They're the ones who are going to select the different components mm. uh, and essentially finish the manufacturing assembly process in your home by putting that together and making sure it fits your home the way it should and operates the way it should. Uh, and that's, I think, the biggest mistake that's made is um, customers view the brand of that machine as what they're buying and they're really mm. more buying the guy who's putting it together and finishing the manufacturing mm. process so uh, yeah. we we stress that real hard when we're communicating with our customers that it's important to you know evaluate who you're doing business with what kind of warranties and guarantees are they providing so that you know you're dealing with somebody you can trust yeah, yeah it makes a lot of sense when you when you put all the components together that's what you're you're putting together it's like that culmination of all those different parts, the way that you're putting it together, and uh, I've seen it happen with some some of the construction properties that we've dealt with as well. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the uh, filters not being installed, just different minor things that could lead to big issues later down the road. Mm-hmm. All right, stay with us right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. When we come back, more from our expert contributors Scott Kepler uh, in the house, Greg Bowman, and a man used his secret fortune to send 33 strangers to college. Right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. ConsumerQB.com. Hey, I'm Ken Shamrock, and you're here with Consumer Quarterback Show. And I say, Brandon Rhymes, knock out your competition. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. Listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at consumerqb.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. And we're back. Brandon Rhymes here, your host of the Consumer Quarterback Show in studio with Scott Kepler, uh, Mortgage Approval Group, Greg Bowman, the AC guy of Tampa Bay here as well. And this segment is brought to you by the Bill Maher Beach Resort on Gulf Boulevard in beautiful Treasure Island, Florida. Had a great time this past weekend uh, down there hanging out with Clyde Smith and uh, we we, uh, were asked to judge a bartender uh, competition. It was pretty interesting. It was a fun time over there, but they're always doing cool events. Uh, the Bill Maher Beach Resort on Treasure Island. It's filled with fantastic and uh, updated amenities. Just a beautiful place to uh, go, go hang out with your family, whether you're planning a, a business trip, maybe a wedding. So many reasons why you want to reach out and uh, reach out to the Bill Maher Beach Resort. Let them know that the real estate quarterback sent you. Take them up on special offers and incentives just by mentioning that you're a fan of the Consumer Quarterback Show, the Bill Maher Beach Resort, Treasure Island, Florida, the official hotel partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show. And got a hot property here. Got a motivated seller at this property. 11540 Shipwatch Drive, uh, unit number 1391. This is a property that's a condominium over in Largo. And it's literally just a three to five minute drive across the bridge. And you are on the beaches. Offered at $258,000. Owner is super motivated. And uh, it's a great property. The community has two clubhouses, a marina with dry docks, tennis courts, library, Huge pool, 
just a great opportunity to purchase real estate here in the beautiful Tampa Bay market. Check out PlatinumMVPTeam.com. PlatinumMVPTeam.com. And we are back here in studio. Uh, Scott Kepler's in the house. We were talking about uh, Tampa being ranked for the second year in a row on the top of the national list of best cities for first-time home buyers. And it's an interesting story that uh, we looked at. And uh, Rob, our producer, you put together some some screenshots here. Uh, let's put up the, the list of the top markets here for first-time home buyers. So you got Tampa, number one, Vegas, number two, Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, number three, number four is coming in as Atlanta, Georgia, Orlando uh, coming in at number five, Miami, Detroit, Dallas, Nashville, and Charlotte round out the list. But uh, Tampa tops on the list again, Scott, for the second year in a row and uh, you know, lots of reasons why people are moving to this Tampa Bay area. Just a great place to live, work, and play, man. Oh, absolutely. You know, we've got the beaches, we've got, you know, theater, sports of all kinds, um, you know, some great school systems. You know, the, our infrastructure is, is pretty decent as far as our roads are concerned, and they're always improving. You know, you were talking about um, being out in the, um, you know, Riverview, Brandon, you know, area um, on the outskirts out there. You know, I don't go out there very often, but, yeah. you know, that crosstown is pretty impressive. You yeah. know, you, you can get out there pretty quick. It's not like it used to be, you know, yeah. where you had to go down Adamo Drive for hours and hours it felt like yeah you know so yeah they our infrastructure is good and um, so another article off topic a little bit um, but talking about um, Tampa was ranked I want to say it was in the top five or top ten um, uh, cities for um, small cities for uh, technology companies mm, yeah. you know so we've got kind of that little uh, tech boom um, coming here and so you know that's kind of exciting as well yeah that's a big one i remember interviewing bob buckhorn on the show st pete mayor uh rick christman clearwater mayor george Credicus. that's a big one that they really push for because not only you know do we want jobs we want high quality jobs mm -hmm. we want we want intelligent people living here that are going to contribute to uh the you know just the overall as a good citizen you know right. being a good citizen and when they bring those types of jobs it brings in higher income it brings in more of that, uh, you know, that velocity of money that you hear about. Sure. You know, when the dollar comes in, you know, where does that dollar go? Especially when you look at the Tampa Bay Sports Commission bringing in uh, the um, WWF. Uh, what's their big event? I forgot the uh, WrestleMania. Oh, yes. WrestleMania <laughs> coming up at you, and then you got uh, the Super Bowl coming as well. So, yep. you know, some really good stuff happening around Tampa Bay. Uh, but let's go back to our list here. We talked about low, median home value that requires a smaller down payment. Uh, we talked about strong forecasted home value appreciation, helping buyers overall wealth grow. And then number three, as terms of the uh, four metrics that they base this on, uh, high inventory to household ratio to indicate available supply. Right. So that means that, you know, for the number of shoppers that are out there, we, which is, this is unusual, it mentions that as well, um, for us to have a high number of houses available based on the number of shoppers. And that's something that we've talked about over the past few weeks is that we're in that hot time of the time of the market, um, you know, where people where there's a lot of real estate transactions mm -hmm. that are going on because people want to move while their kids are out of school and, you know, that kind of thing. And, and it just it makes it um, to where a lot of people are selling and doing an upgrade to another house. Mm -hmm. And so for those first time home buyers, all those first time home buyer houses are on the market. There's more than they're normally is right now so it's a good yeah. time to buy because we've got the the perfect storm of the you know high number of houses 
great loan programs and then low interest rates. Yes. It just makes it the right time, really. Great time, really is. And, and so number four, high share of listings with a price cut. Uh, so that's that's interesting to me is, you know, that there's is. studies that show uh, if you, when you price your property right, you're going to get multiple offers, you're going to have a lot of interest. And the properties that you have to do a price reduction, maybe two weeks, a month down the road, six weeks down the road, those properties sell for less money and they right. take longer. They're more. They're longer on the market. Well, something we were talking about off air is that, you know, the number of real estate agents that are out there in the market. And I don't remember what your figure was. Yeah. What was it? Well, I say thirty thousand. I think it's a little less. Than that. <laughs> it's probably less yeah. than that. But even if it's three thousand, you know, with the old kind of eighty twenty rule, that means six hundred of them are decent. Yeah. You know, that means there's twenty four hundred of them. You know, but in your with your numbers, probably twenty four thousand of them that are yeah. um, out there pricing houses wrong because they just don't have the experience. Good point. And so, instead of educating and um, giving a breakdown to their potential seller of here's why I think you should list this house at this much mm-hmm. and let's price it competitively because then maybe you will get multiple offers and you'll get a little bit more than what you asked for it. Right. You know, or you'll get exactly what you asked for it. Sure. You know, you don't have to have as much give and take. And I think some real estate agents who don't have that experience like you and your team will come in and they'll just say, Oh, you want to list it for 20,000 more? It should be listed for, well, let's do it. Yeah. And sometimes the house may not even appraise for that much. It exactly. probably won't. Yeah. You know, and then your seller's going to be disappointed and, you know, the transaction's going to take longer, you yeah. know, because it, you're not, you're getting upfront offers that are, you know, what are considered a low ball offer. But in reality, you just have your house overpriced. Yeah. That's true. It happens a lot. And then the realtor might have to cut their commission to make the deal work because right. now you've set unreasonable expectations with the seller. It's, it's interesting to see how that conversation snowballs. And that's, yes. that's one of the big conundrums in the industry as well. If you just joined us, this is Brandon Rhymes here. We're talking with Scott Kepler from Mortgage Approval Group, local lender, support the local economy here. And it's one of the big conundrums as a real estate agent, you know, do you take an overpriced listing? And, uh, you know, that some people say, no, I never take an overpriced listing. I won't do it because I'm going to spend money on marketing. I'm going to, you know, put my resources in there. And then, you know, and then, and then some people say, well, you know, hey, I don't mind taking it if it's slightly overpriced or a little bit overpriced because, you know, that's going to lead to buyer sales. That's going to lead to more listing opportunities. And then we hope that the, uh, the seller after time will kind of wear down and understand that he did price it, he or she did price it too high. As long as I, I think as long as that agent has that conversation with, hey, we'll start off where you want to start off, but this is where I really think we should be yeah. thinking about. Exactly. You know, and I think as long as that communication is open and that professional's doing a job as a professional um, and setting the right expectations and then, you know, communicating with them, let them know that, hey, I don't really think this is the best idea, but we can try to get all the money that you want. Um, but chances are we need to have a plan for downgrading it if it doesn't happen the yeah. way we think. And I'll, I'll, I'll write that at, right into the listing agreement a lot of times. Yeah, you know, I think hey, that's on wonderful. this date, we're doing this. You know, that Absolutely. way it's a fair deal for everybody. We're not spending our time, resources, energy, money mm-hmm. uh, on marketing a property that's just mispriced. Uh, so let's flip the script on them, Rob, here. We're going to go top 10 challenging markets for first-time home buyers. So we've got a graphic if you're watching our TV show. San Francisco, California coming in at number one. Uh, Seattle, Washington, number two. Washington, D.C., Los Angeles, California. Sacramento, California. So the top five, California, 
uh, has uh, 10 of the most challenging markets for the first-time home buyers. And then rounding out our top 10, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Denver, Colorado, San Diego, California, San Jose, California, Boston, Massachusetts. So that is an interesting, you know, California, whew, they got the high taxes, they yeah. got challenging markets for buyers. People are leaving California in droves uh, to Texas and Arizona and yeah. New Mexico. And well, real estate's a big part of that reason, you big know, time. is that, you know, I, I was, I'm always amazed by the um, architecture and the way that they build houses out in California. Every time I go out there, especially if you're, you know, near the coast someplace, you know, they're just stacked on top of each other, on top of each other, you the know. side of a hill, man, yeah. the side of a mountain. It's <laughs> crazy. Like, I, it's, it's yeah, it, I'm always amazed by it, and I appreciate it, yeah. you know. Um, but at the same time, that means there's more people than there are houses, and mm-hmm. um, it, it's a highly competitive, and, you know, go back to the kind of the basics of economics of supply and demand. Yeah. You know, there's not much supply, so that demand's high, that price is going to go up. Yeah. And that's what happens in California. The only one I was surprised by was Minneapolis. I don't know the market yeah. there, but the other ones I was not surprised by because yep. it's that same thing. It's just they're big hubs where there's a lot of people, and there's just not a lot of, you know, available real estate. And then you get some areas like, you know, Denver where – you know, there's a lot of people there. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. they've got kind of sprawling areas all around Denver, and I think that they're um, they're one of those places where the uh, property's been owned for a long time by you know families, right. and they own big pieces of it, and um, it's expensive to get them to sell it. But outside of Denver, I think is a little yeah. bit more reasonable. And then um, Washington D.C., you get a lot of that same thing. Lobbyist there. money, all that extra politician money floating around, all those kickbacks. And yeah, well, there's not a lot of housing stuff. in D.C. that's not condos either. Right. You know, you got to get out and. But even if you look like Fredericksburg, Virginia, and the areas around that, right, it's not cheap to buy there either. So yeah, all in short, Tampa Bay is the place to be. Best place absolutely. To, you know, live, work, and play. Palm Harbor, Tampa Bay, Tampa, Clearwater. So many great places here. So stay with us when we come back for our lightning round, our feel-good story, and more from our expert contributors, Scott Kepler and Greg Bowman here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. This is Warwick Dunn, and you're listening to the Real Estate Quarterback Show hosted by my man, Brandon Rhymes. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. Beckles here with my man, Brandon Rimes, a.k.a. the Real Estate Quarterback. Brandon, what's happening with the market? Thanks, Ian. We are in a low inventory market, so any of our listeners are homeowners and would like a free comparable market analysis or a 2.5% listing, we will honor this for the first three listeners who call or text in 813-773-1253, free CMA, and a 2.5% real estate listing at 813-773-1253. Check out PlatinumMVPRealty.net. PlatinumMVP realty.net. Hey, Brandon Rimes here. I'm a top 1% realtor in the United States with Keller Williams Realty, the number one real estate company in the world. We're looking for buyers, sellers, and investors that would like to work with our top team in the area. Reach out at ConsumerQB.com. Just submit an email form at ConsumerQB.com or give us a call or a text at 813-670-7372. Call or text 813-670-7372 and we will help you win in negotiations with your real estate deals. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense. 
and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, we're back here. Consumer Quarterback Show. This segment is brought to you by Brothers Easy Moving, the official moving partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show. Brothers Easy Moving, they do a great job. And I can tell you from firsthand experience that they are a first-class organization. They have uh, the assets and materials to do local or long-distance moves. Uh, Brothers Easy Moving, and, and they are online, very highly ranked online. 4.6 rating on Google, 4.5 on Yelp. A rating from the Better Business Bureau, and also they have won the Super Service Award multiple times. Check out Brothers Easy Moving. Let them know that the real estate quarterback sent you and take them up on special offers and incentives just by mentioning that you're a fan of the Consumer Quarterback Show. All right, 9200 Gun Highway is a hot property here in Tampa Bay. Corner lot, uh, prime for development. This is a great opportunity at a busy intersection. If you live in that Odessa, that Lutz, that area, uh, that Gun Highway area, uh, you know which corner this is. This is going to be the southwest corner of Gun Highway and Racetrack Road. Uh, that property is listed for sale. It's a great opportunity right around a $400,000, $500,000 offering at 9200 Gun Highway in Odessa, Florida. Great real estate opportunity. 4309 East Frierson Avenue, also some vacant land that we have. This is perfect for uh, two quadplexes. The city's already okayed. We've got renderings, architectural drawings for 4309 East Frierson Avenue in Tampa. It's a 0.32 acre parcel, and you can fit eight, maybe even 10 units on this property at 4309 East Frierson Avenue in Tampa. Check out all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.com. PlatinumMVPTeam.com. All right, every day we're going to tell you something positive in our feel-good segment of the day. So here is the uh, story that we talked about here. So a man used his secret fortune to send 33 strangers to college. A retired carpenter from Des Moines, Iowa, has helped send 33 kids to college uh, since his death in 2005. Dale Schrader was described as a simple, human, uh, simple, humble man, and he uh, grew up poor and worked as a carpenter for the same company for 67 years. Went to work every day, worked really hard, was frugal, said Schroeder's good friend Steve Nielsen. Had church jeans and he had work jeans, and no one had a clue that he had saved up a fortune. Schrader never married and had no living descendants, therefore, uh, so when he died, he went to his lawyer with a plan for the money. Quote, he said, I've never got the opportunity to go to college, so I'd like to help kids go to college, Nielsen told CBS News. Finally, I was curious, and I said, how much are we talking about here, Dale? And he said, oh, just shy of $3 million. I nearly fell out of my chair, says the attorney. Schroeder left specific instructions with his money, send small-town Iowa kids to college. Uh, quote, he wanted to help kids that were like him, probably would have not had an opportunity to go to college, but for this gift, Nielsen said. And it closes out by saying, Trader ended up paying for 33 strangers' college tuitions. The group has doubled themselves, has dubbed themselves as Dale's Kids, and they got together earlier this month to uh, honor the man who changed their lives. They're now doctors, teachers, therapists, and friends. Cool. That's cool. Awesome, man. It shows the power of compounding, right? right. The power Absolutely. of saving that money, man. Make, coming up with that plan, saving some money, and uh, putting it to to uh, you know into a retirement plan. It's going to be in discipline. That's right, discipline yeah. exactly down payment for a home, put it in a retirement plan, build up the equity. Lots of ways that you can uh, kind of echo what Dale Schrader did. All right, we got Scott Kepler in the house, uh, Greg Bowman, the AC guy of Tampa Bay. Let's jump into our lightning round here. So we're going to go around and get some top tips and nuggets of advice and, and parting words of wisdom here. Uh, so we've got Scott Kepler. Let's go start off with you. Give us some top tips. 
Uh, I think the uh, the top tips that we can take away from this um, show today, at least uh, based on this article, is that you know Tampa's where it's at, and you know now's the time to take advantage. It, this proves all that what we've been talking about over the past few weeks, at least, is that you know there's the right number of houses on the market. If you're a first time home buyer, Tampa in our market is an affordable place to be able to save up the money. We've given you some alternative routes to, um, to go for that down payment. And, uh, with the low interest rates and the high number of, uh, available homes, you know, now's the time to jump. Yeah. You know, our teams can help, you know, you can reach out to uh, my team or visit us online at scottkepler.com. Um, you can even apply for pre-approval online, uh, we make it super easy to to get that pre-approval in place or come up with a plan and even a budget if you need help with that so that you can buy in the future. ScottKepler.com. ScottKepler.com. All right, Greg Bowman, the AC guy of Tampa Bay. Yeah, uh, just kind of echoing along that we do live in a great market here in the Tampa Bay uh, area. Uh, so, you know, that list of uh, some of the worst, uh, with California being in, in five of those, uh, uh, just on the air conditioning side of that, I cross paths with a number of guys th- throughout the country in the air conditioning business. And a large part of, of the air conditioning side of why those homes are more expensive is government regulation. Um, there are a lot of things that go into um, the cost of air conditioning. Um, but in, in the California market, they have to comply with a whole set of government regulations that we don't have wow. here. So, um, so we do have things going for us. There's enough regulation, I think, in the Florida market to keep it so that the consumer's protected, but not so much that we're being strangled. Um, but air conditioning is, a, is an expensive part of your home maintain it take good care of it you know treat it like such don't just set it and forget it um, it's working hard to keep your home cool and comfortable so uh, definitely you know giving it back a little love we have a great program for that called our vip program where we come out uh, twice a year maintain that system all for 14 dollars a month um, you know, then you can just sort of forget about your air conditioning and let us worry about making sure it's going to take care of you throughout the summer. Yeah, absolutely. ACGuyOfTampa.com. Reach out to Greg Bowman and his team, ACGuyOfTampa.com. All right, so as you know, I love negotiation. I teach negotiation at the Greater Tampa Realtor Association as well as the Pinellas Realtor Organization. So today I thought I would leave you with a, a bit of advice when it comes to negotiation. And it's a, it's a really the number one tactic that a lot of the FBI agents use and a governing body is called the power of calibrated questions. So calibrated, kind of like sighting in a gun. You're going to be real calibrated when you're sighting in that gun to be very specific in what you're looking for. So open-ended questions is the same as a calibrated question. So what they do when your counterpart is they create the illusion of control. So what you want to do is summarize and then ask calmly, you know, how am I supposed to do that? You know, so then you're putting the onus back on them to come up with a decision of, you know, how are you supposed to comply with what they just asked you? So how am I supposed to do that? Uh, And you want to use softening words like perhaps, maybe, and it seems like this to take the the anger out of the the, uh, situation. And the rules are you want to avoid words like can or is and does because that's going to stimulate just an automatic response from that person. Can we do this? Yes or no. It's going to leave them with just one place to go, either a yes or a no. Instead, what you want to do is use who, what, when, and how. How is one of the best. So how am I supposed to do that? 
And then what you want to do is slowly summarize and then ask calmly, you know, how am I supposed to do that? So softening words and, and the beauty of using open-ended questions and calibrated questions is that it allows you to introduce ideas and request without sounding pushy or rigid. So when you utilize an open-ended question, it's going to have your counterpart kind of digging in their mind, thinking of the answer. And what it also does, it creates the illusion of control. So they're going to be in control when they're coming back with that information to you. Another major point of utilizing open-ended questions is that they are they offer no attack or no target for attack like a statement would. So if you just come out with a statement, they're going to be able to attack that statement. So you may something like you may say something like, well, I didn't say that it was that. I just said it sounds like that or it feels like that. And calibrated questions also have the power of educating your counterpart on what the problem is rather than creating conflict by telling them what the problem is. So you're you're educating your counterpart in a roundabout way by utilizing these questions uh, and you're asking for help. So you're not bullying them and you're also giving them the illusion of control transform and confrontational showdowns. It transforms a confrontational showdown into a mutually working agreed to uh, end goal in mind. So that's when you're going to speak calmly. And it's all about how you present that information. Remember the 73855 rule and how you use your body language. You want to make sure you say this uh, with empathy. It's all about tactical empathy. Uh, start with how and so, but sometimes why and you got to be careful when you use the word why because why is going to be backfire sometimes it can easily backfire when you say the word why try saying why to your boss or someone and, and see how that goes so be careful when you're using calibrated questions and remember to use open-ended questions that are going to be calibrated to move your counterpart to that end goal of where you want them to go so, hey, another great show today. I want to thank Scott Kepler, uh, Mortgage Approval Group. We talked about, you know, the reasons why Tampa is the place to be. Again, tops on the list for the Tampa list, national list of best cities for first-time homebuyers in 2019. And also Greg Bowman, AC Guy of Tampa Bay. Uh, thanks for coming in. Another great show. Thanks to all of our listeners, our viewers out there, our team behind the scenes. And we urge you to follow us online. Again, we've got great content on iTunes, YouTube, uh, Facebook pages. You'll see us out there. And uh, su submit a form at consumerqb.com. We'd love to talk to you and help you with any of your advice that you might want in the real estate, mortgage, finance, estate, and tax planning, home services, uh, so many different areas that we can help you. And we want you to please go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness, pack up some food or clothing, carry it with you to and from your commute, hand it to that person that you see in need, and be a force for good in the community. We'll see you next time right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. You've been listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Contact Brandon Rhymes at 813-670-7372. That's 813-670-7372 online at consumerqb.com and join us next time for the consumer quarterback show weekday afternoons at five on am 1380 the biz